Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of From Fury to Freedom. I'm your host, I'm your facilitator. I'm still working on that, I don't know. I'm not sure which I like better. I think, given the fact that we're going through a anger management-esque program, I like the idea of facilitator better, so I think we're gonna go with that. Anyway, so welcome back to another episode. Today, I wanna talk about control. Like how we use control. We're also gonna talk about how this need for control, if you will, is gonna play itself out in our relationships and in places we may not even realize. So we're gonna do all of that today But first, I want to start with one of probably the weirdest and most odd thoughts there is. So I found a quote from Lee Atwater, who's a political advisor, right? But I just, I liked what he said. And perception is reality. What is our reality? How do we determine what is real, what is fake, what is not? How do we know? And what is really within our control within that reality? How do we determine where our control really is? And that's kind of the key to all of this. And that's why it requires so much. Like I said in the last episode, we're going to be bringing in combination of violence and control or violence and anger. I'm sorry. When we're talking about control, because you have to have those two elements in play for there to be any type of control, right? Without using violence to get what you want out of people without them being afraid of you it's really really hard to control people into providing you what you feel is important or what you feel you need most or just getting them to do something outside of of their comfort zone without the use of aggression and violence it's virtually impossible my wife god bless her loves cult shows, loves anything with the true crime stuff. And there's a a pattern that you see across cult leaders, across multiple serial killers. And it's this, it's this way of manipulating and bending people's perception of reality in such a way that they're more controllable. They're more willing to accept what is given to them but that that only lasts for so long that only lasts until that person outside of like the weird serial killers and and those types of things i'm not going down that path in this show we're not a true crime podcast so anyway outside of those places the the use of control kind of only leads to one inevitable conclusion that is believe it or not people are just gonna give up they're just gonna quit and they're just gonna stop trying to basically they're gonna stop arguing with you and they're just gonna give you for the most part what i like to call a reality you can handle in other words to minimize the amount of conflict or back and forth or aggression or anger or any of the things that you use to get your way and to fill that need for control they're just they're gonna basically let you have let you believe that you have it give you through being forced 
to be deceitful, to be deceptive, to be cunning. You're basically, you might take as, as can happen, as I've heard happen in many classes that I've taught, you might take somebody who wound up being a really good partner and, and ruin the relationship through their need to be deceitful to you. And they'll become bitter and resentful because they're basically living outside of their normal their their comfort zone right if if i'm not a normally dishonest deceitful person and i'm forced to because of somebody's need for control and need for a reality they can handle if i'm forced to then become this deceitful dishonest person to keep the peace in my home to keep the the calm to keep this person from exploding or being angry or harming me or friends or whatever I'm eventually just gonna give in and give up and move on and be unwilling to do it forever, right? You can't expect somebody to be willing to feed your need forever. If it's always their fault, if it's always somebody else to blame that things are going wrong in your life, that there's an issue, that you're angry, that you had to drive so aggressively that you had to raise your voice at the cashier because she was too slow or the line was too long or your boss is a dick or right if if it's never anybody else's if it, I'm sorry if it's always somebody else's fault and never your fault maybe you're getting shown a reality you can handle and maybe you should question if it's the case because Basically, I'm sorry to tell you guys this, but the need for control is not a need. Nobody anywhere, A, needs control, and B, ever has control. What, what, is, what do you have control of in your life, truly? What? Nothing. I, don't, I can't think of anything, per se, that I truly have control over, that I can say 100%, I do not need another person in my life to make this happen. None of us can. There's, there's, I'm going to get Buddhist for you for a minute, but there's an idea of dependent origination, meaning nothing arises of its own. Everything happens because of other causes and conditions and circumstances that leaded, that leaded, that led to them happening. For instance, the, the desk I'm currently sitting at to record. I put it together when I got home, but somebody had to fill the or build the wood. Somebody had to make the blueprint. Somebody had to cut the wood. Somebody had to put it together. Somebody had to drive the product to the store. Somebody had to sell, right? There's so many people involved in things we do in our lives that it is it's impossible to control it. You just can't. You, you, there's, if, if you try, you're going to be like I was for so many years. You're going to be angry. You're going to be violent. You're going to be just out to harm because you're so afraid of losing that sense of self and control because without having that need for control met, we shrink because we're afraid. We're afraid because we don't know what's ha going to happen next. And when, if we don't know what's going to happen next, we become afraid. And when we become afraid, we become angry. And then we become violent. It's a horrible, horrible path that we go down. But it is. So what I'm going to tell you in this episode is, guys, <laughs> 
find a way to recognize the things in your life that you're really, really clinging to trying to control. And then examine whether or not those are things you really have control over or if they're things you really need control over, right? There are some things that we feel we have to have control over before we go. Great example. One of the things that I used to feel was that I had to be in control of finances because for whatever reason, I felt like I was better with finances than than my wife, even though she has run, been a manager of multi-million dollar stores. She currently runs like, my wife is great with numbers. Let's just put it that way with math and things like that. But I never, I never stepped back from my own ego, from my own need to control the finances and the paycheck and where everything went and delegate it and all of that, that I didn't see that she, she might be better at it than me. And to step out and step away from my need to control it for a moment, I'll be honest, when I did and I gave her control of, of the accounts and said, here, you take care of bills, you take care of where money's going, what we're buying, how we're spending. I will come to you when I want to spend anything over X number of dollars that we decided on. And I did. I got crap from other men for it because we get this egotistical drive of thinking that men have to be in control. But it worked out. We got our finances under control. We were able to buy a house because I gave my wife total and complete control over the finances because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So those are, that's what I mean. Look for those areas in your life where you're trying to maintain control over something that isn't benefiting you. And then challenge that. See if you can't make it better by giving that control away or at least loosening your grip on it, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here. I've got a new website up at matthewplotner.com. I've launched a Patreon account if you haven't seen it. I don't know what's going to go up there. Eventually, we're going to have a bunch of things there. I'm going to do, actually, yeah, we're going to do classes there. There's just going to be a lot there, guys. Check it out now. There's just one tier, $1.99 a month. You can help support the show. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back again. We're going to talk about feelings. Oh, God, the thing that everybody hates to talk about in my class. But we're going to talk about feelings and emotions and it's going to be terrifying and it's going to be fun and you're going to not want to be here for that but you're going to come back because you want to know don't you i know you do thanks for listening guys we will be back next week with feelings feelings